Garrett just started school back up. Um, and like, I don't, I don't know what happens in the summertime, but <laughs> it's all of a sudden like staying up late, not a problem, you know, getting up late, you know, and like, I'm, I always do the, like it's a week before school, it's time to get back into school mode you know, like a, a bedtime, like, and I always say, it's good to have a regular bedtime anyways, right? right. No matter what age, just right. have a re- yeah. regular bedtime. But it does slip up in the summertime, they stay up a little bit later. But right now, I'm in the, I'm on the struggle bus <laughs> because we get up to work out every morning, right? We get up to work out every morning and getting him up is like trying to get up. Hard. Trying to wake up a sack of potatoes? Yes. I'm like, Garrett, Garrett, it is time. Let's go. It's getting, it actually wasn't, it was a little bit better this morning, but um, it was still hard. And, you know, and, I, and, and right now it's like, we get there or we're, we're on the way and I got to give it like five to 10 minutes before any kind of expression of happiness comes out of them. Because it's like, we get there, we're on the road and it's like... <laughs> Silence, dude. Mad. Just, just <laughs> angered silence. Mad for mad. five ten minutes. Tried to wake up. <laughs> yeah, and but you know, like man, you just get on. He gets on the treadmill. He actually runs. I mean, he gets on the treadmill and runs. And after ten minutes, it's like, okay, I, I, I guess I ran my morning madness out. I'm ready to, <laughs> I'm ready to go to school. Morning madness. I love <laughs> yeah, that. morning I love madness. <laughs> Welcome to another episode. I'm Derek. I'm Shay. I'm Sam. And this is Amarillo Real Talk. Look, I did that. that was, <laughs> hey, did good. It was like a little bit different. <laughs> My man. All right. Who's hey, today's guest, bud? Hey, we got on. We have Doug Tice here today with Assurance Group. Um, he is everything Medicare, Medicaid. And the reason that we want to talk to him is because, um, well, for one thing, we I think we're all in a position, us, we're, we're all in a position, or we will be, and I've seen this more and more, of where we are going to be dealing with um, the, the elderly, the, our elderly parents. In fact, I was looking at this article recently from the Pew Research Center, at, it's at pewresearch.org, and they're saying that more than half of Americans in their 40s are in what they call the sandwich generation. Meaning that this ain't mayonnaise and mustard either. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no. This is a sandwich between. <laughs> this is a sandwich between, um, between the, our elderly parents and still having still having a kid at home, mm-hmm. right under the age of eighteen that yep. we're still taking care of, right. And I know personally speaking, you know, I'm 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 in that in that boat, and I, I people that I talk to that are my, in our age in my age group like that's i'm hearing that more and more yeah um where they're having to deal with in some way and i and i say deal with believe me i I say deal with in like a loving respectful way we we should take care of our parents we should be taking care of those that are in need so i'm Mm -hmm. not saying it in any negative way but i'm saying that like they're in the position where they're having to take care of elderly parent in some form or fashion um and they still got kids at home Mm -hmm. so what this Pew Research Center is talking about is like, how do they deal with all the obstacles or all the things that come up with 
dealing with their with their elderly parents and financially still having to support their kids, right? So you got two you got two dichotomies here. I got to take care of my parents who are now elderly. I've got a commitment to take care of my kids, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I know I, I know I'm just we're, we're talking about this. I know there's a lot of other people that are queuing in on this and like, hey man, I, I know what you're saying. I'm 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 right there. I'm having to deal with this right now. Yeah. Yeah, because that presents a whole new set of issues from this point further, right? It's, it's real estate, it's healthcare, it's there's all of these things that come up in this dichotomy where, I mean, real estate related. You know, this is a we talked about this just a while ago, right? About um, this is a special segment to where generational living is starting to be a necessity. You know, and you think about. Um, Generations ago, that's that's how people were raised. That's how families were raised. Everybody was in the home together. That's right. right. And so we're starting to kind of see this trend of, of things kind of coming back to that now with, um, you know, the height of the baby boomers and that generation and us, you know, in the generation of people 40 plus being in the boat you just talked about. I'm like, we're going to start seeing, you know, this is a great opportunity for builders for new construction um, even for existing homes you're starting to see a lot of prefab built kits that are pretty affordable to be able to handle either an accessory dwelling unit and have an additional living space external to the home mm-hmm. or something that you can prefab and mob mod up to be able to attach to the home for a mother-in-law suite or for generational living so there's all these unique opportunities that are present in the market today and you know, the second piece of that obviously is, is health coverage. Mm-hmm. Second piece of that is how do we take care of, um, you know, our parents, our grandparents, um, people that are in this position. And so I'm gl- Doug, I'm glad you're on the show today to talk through some it. of these things with us. And, um, if you don't mind, just introduce us. Who, who are you, Doug? And what's your story, man? <clears throat> well, I'm Doug Tice. I've been in the insurance business for about 18 years. Uh, started out at Nationwide doing a, a call center. Didn't like that. I like kitchen table. I'm from the generation where I like talking face-to-face. So uh, I got into the life and health and the Medicare. I enjoy seniors. I enjoy helping them. It's rewarding to me. It gives me something. Um, I get more out of it, I think, than they do sometimes Mm -hmm. because I just sit there and listen because you can learn so much. But I really enjoy it, so uh, I've been doing that for, for quite a while. So. Glad to have you on the show, bud. So what, what turns you on from nationwide to what you're doing now? More table conversations. What do you like most about what you do? What are some of the things that you're doing now? Well, I just like, like I said, helping people more. Uh, nationwide, I was a call center selling to people in all other states. So I like doing, like I said, face-to-face. Um, and then just seniors, it's just there's such a need. There's so many people turning 65 or that are on Medicare and they need help understanding getting through all the muck that you know they get in the mail tv ads all this stuff so they need a local person i'm not there to sell them something i'm there to listen and show them options Mm -hmm. give them the best you know uh options to let them make the decision but you know there's so many options they they wouldn't know how to find all the things that, that, that that's out there so yeah, they need help navigating through all of that stuff. That's just like us as real estate professionals. That's that's our goal too. When we go into a home and somebody presents a situation saying that, hey, I need to upsize my home or maybe I need to downsize. Maybe I'm in a season that we got a new job across the country and we need to move states and 
trying to navigate through all of that, but you're there providing resources exactly. and providing options for people for them to make the best informed decision yes. for them. And yeah, that's yeah. your heart. And that's, you got into this, into this career, into this business, because, because that's what you that. care to do. Well, then after this, I mean, after you get on a plan, there's so many things that they have questions of when they get a bill in the mail mm. that they probably don't owe, but they, you know, elderly people want to pay everything they get in the mail. And sometimes they don't owe that. So I help them after and make sure they're not getting, you know, that, that they're getting the right things done and That's not cool. overpaying stuff. That's good. So. And, and, and also, I mean, let's just, it's not only them that has a bunch of questions. I know my mom has reached that age and we're, I'm at that point too. And there's just been a couple of years of transition for me of learning. And, and so I'm like, man, I got so much to learn. Also, my mom is terrible and I'm not she knows she is she's terrible at the internet <laughs> Love she, you doesn't, mom. Yeah. she doesn't know anything like on the internet she tells me I can't even open an email so I'm the one that's helping her out <laughs> yeah. right so and I know there's quite a few people like that you know she you know she doesn't she's like I don't even know what Facebook is or Tic Tac or whatever all that <laughs> In, Insta face and all that stuff she doesn't know that and I mean I barely do too on as and to navigate through this is is not easy so let's just go back with the basics okay what what is medicare what is medicaid well medicare um is for is health insurance for people 65 and older or if you're under 65 and you're you're disabled um, so if you become disabled after 24 months you automatically become eligible for medicare um, but anyway medicare 65 and older um, if you're working a lot of people are still working these days till 70 or, or more, mm -hmm. you can keep your health insurance through your work. And um, then when you decide to retire, whatever age you can get on Medicare, as long as you've had credible coverage. Um, and a lot of this people don't tell you about, but if you drop your, your insurance and you, don't get, and you don't get Medicare, then you'll be penalized for the months you didn't have it. So, you know, that's, that's another thing a lot of people don't understand. Enough. So. Mm -hmm. Um, but Medicare is the health insurance. Um, part A is for hospital, covers your hospital expenses. Okay. And part B is your uh, doctor's offices. Of course, part B does cost you. If you've paid into Medicare for 40 quarters, 10 years, then part A is free. Part B does have a premium, and they'll take that right out of your Social Security check. Okay. Okay. So, so, um, so as for person that's taking care of, I just go back to the sandwich generation, right? I, I, someone that's, I got an elderly parent that's, I mean, they're reaching that age. Mm -hmm. What what does a person who's in their 40s that's dealing with this, that needs to start taking, helping taking care of their parents, what do they need to start doing when, they're, when, they're, when their parent turns, it gets to that age? What do they need to do? It gets to that age. Well, like I said, I mean, <clears throat> automatically, if you're, if you're turning 65, you're going to, you're going to get a letter from uh, the government about your Medicare. If you're still working, you just decline it. You don't have to take it. But for a lot of kids do do their parents insurance for them um, because they just don't understand it or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So um, I just think you need to understand that there's options, the cost, the difference in the different plans. Um, if you're if you're taking medication, we have to look at that and see what plan pays the best for your medications that you take. If you're certain doctors that you go, 
because on a plan you have a network uh, and you got to make sure the doctor's in the network, the hospital, things like that. If they travel, if they're snowbirds and they go to Florida, <laughs> you know, in the winter, That's you got to make am. sure they, you know, that coverage is still good down there, those type things. So a lot goes into it. You just, you know, got to get a lot of information. I love that. Decisions. So if, so taking back to Sam's example, you know, especially um, a younger generation who's getting ready to be in that boat, um, sounds like to me, first thing is call Mr. Doug yeah. and maybe have a consultation, set up something ahead of time just so that you can pre-plan and, and have a good idea of what you're getting ready to face when, you know, your parent or, you know, um, your grandparent or whoever you're trying to help in our, in our shoes um, kind of have that pre-planned meeting going into it so you know what to expect. Right, right. Um, and then that way you kind of know, because I'm sure with the different coverages and everything, you can start assuming what your cost is going to be, and then there's probably supplemental options and all the different things depending on your scenario that you could walk and guide people through. Yes. Um, and then the biggest part of that too is, is I'm sure they're going to start getting spam in the mail too. And, I mean, I know when my grandpa passed, my uncle still to this day, we're still going through that man's mail mm. of all the different <laughs> subscriptions and things, and, uh, and half of it's spam. Yeah. And he didn't yeah. have to do half of that, you know? Um, so how do you weed people through all the spam? I'm sure that's a probably important uh, conversation you have with I some of I just tell clients. them, you know, if they get those phone calls, because there's phone calls, there's mail they get, yeah. there's TV ads. Don't give out your information. Don't give your Social Security, your Medicare number. Call me. Let me, you know, I, I offer all the plans that are available in this area. So um, if somebody's calling you from New York or wherever, wherever they're calling from, they're trying to sell you something, they may not know all your details. Mm. Um, so just don't, a local agent's the best way to go. Not just because I'm local, but I'm just saying wherever you live, go to a local agent. Right. Don't do it over the phone or over the computer. You don't, you don't get the, the service that you really are entitled to right. by sitting down and, like I said, going over your doctors, your prescriptions, all of that stuff. Yeah. So, you know. What happens if, um, you know, because I think I heard like a deadline or something like, what happens if somebody misses that deadline or something? Well, if they, if they miss the deadline, okay, annual enrollment starts uh, October 15th every year, October 15th to December 7th. That's when you can change your plan, or if you're, you know, when you're turning 65, no matter whatever month, you can get on a plan all through the year if you're turning 65. Okay. But, but during those six weeks, uh, October 15th to December 7th, you can change plans. Um, you can, um, you know, depend on your, if your drug changed, your prescriptions changed that year, or if your finance, finances changed, we can look at something better you know or a little bit uh, if you need more dental or if you're needing you know whatever your needs are if they change every year you can change your plan during those six weeks mm -hmm. um, so that's very vital if you miss that doesn't mean you'll still be on your old plan it rolls over but okay if you don't call me and, and get a consultation or a review then you'll just be on your same plan that you were on last year I got you. So okay. It okay. It's not like you're just like kicked out of the system. <laughs> no, no, you're yeah. not kicked out. But no. you're just you're just stuck where you're at until the next till the next enrollment, annual enrollment. enrollment. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, it's important to know. So, um, uh, so if I'm but at the age of sixty-five for that entire year of of that age, 
they can they can enroll in eating time. Is that what right. you're saying? Right. So if they're turning 65, let's say in June, they can enroll in a plan up to three months before their birthday. If their birthday any time is in June, their Medicare and their plan starts the first day of June, no matter what day their birthday is. If their birthday is June first, it would start in May, okay. the previous month. Um, so th- that's something they need to know. Um, they they they've got uh, they can sign up three months before their birthday, mm-hmm. three months after, and the month of their birthday. So they have seven month window okay. uh, when they're turning sixty five because they get their Medicare three months before their sixty fifth birthday. Mm-hmm. They call me, we can go over the plans and get them a, a, an insurance set up so it'll start the same month their birthday is. Okay, awesome. okay. And I know this is just, it's probably just basic, just like 101, but I know there's probably, there's a lot of listeners right there that just like right now they're queuing in and it's basic 101 yep. too. But so, but, you're, but also what you're saying is like, if they're 65 and they're still working, they're not eligible for Medicare. If, Medicare. They, have, if they have credible coverage through their work, if they have an insur- you know, group plan, that covers their prescriptions and everything, then they're good. I would I would stay on that plan. If they're having to pay for that and it costs them quite a bit, I kind of tell them, look, go ahead and get your Medicare and it'll cost you a lot less because some of the Medicare plans are zero premium. Mm-hmm. Now they still have to pay for their Part B mm-hmm. on their red, white, and blue card. But um, depending, you know, that's something else you have to look at. Okay. Is their group coverage costing them a lot? Um, and a lot of people have their, you know, have uh, kids or, you know, uh, their spouse on it still. Like if the spouse isn't 65, but the one working is 65, he has his wife on his plan. So okay. he doesn't want to drop his group coverage because then she wouldn't have any insurance. Right. So, you know, you got to look at all those things. Okay. So, yeah, man, that's, a, that's, a, that's a lot to take in. So, and uh, you, you did tell me that you do some seminars. Do you do some to help people with yes, this? Yes, yes. Um, starting in October, we'll be doing um, some seminars. We haven't got them all set up yet, uh, but um, we'll do some like at some of the senior centers. Um, we'll, we'll have some tables set up like at uh, Drug Emporium, um, uh, we used to set at Walmart, but Walmart's going to be doing their own thing now. Um, but some different places around town, we're working on getting some places um, so we can have a table. And then we'll set some seminars like at a restaurant. We'll invite people, do a mailer and invite mm-hmm. uh, people to come and, and, you know, listen to what the new benefits are for 24. Gotcha. Okay. So, Super yeah. beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. really helpful. I was about to say, getting plugged in the community like that's going to be really helpful and mm-hmm. can help guide traffic that way too. So if anybody's listening, come October, just stay tuned. We'll have further information on how to connect with Doug and how to go see them and get some information about the upcoming changes. Yeah. Good. Yeah, we'll definitely link in. How can people get a hold of you? Um, my office is at the atrium, I-40 West, between Bell and Coulter. Um, my phone number, 806 806- Four one eight two two five nine. That's my office number. Um, and then, like I said, you'll be seeing me uh, around town at some different senior centers. Um, um, I go to Salvation Army. Uh, even I help you know go help the homeless. Just because they're homeless, if they're on Medicare, I, I help them to go to Faith City Mission. Uh, those type things. Man, the that's food awesome. bank. Yeah, that's all awesome. those things. I love that. Right on, so, man. Right on. Before we wrap things up, Doug, I wanna, I wanna ask, when do you feel like you, you figured out how much of a passion you have for people and 
taking care of people, specifically the elderly? I know that you've been insurance for for a long time, but when do you feel like that, that, happened, that happened for you? Yeah. Well, I took care of my my parents or my mom when she was sick, um, and then helped with my grandmother that had Alzheimer's. Okay. But I didn't like I said I didn't really get into it till I love the insurance business. I didn't like the um, the call center. Mm-hmm. So when I got a chance to to do the life and health, and I at first I didn't know about the senior thing. I thought, mm-hmm. you know, uh, is this a good uh, area to go into? But that was the year that President Bush came out with the Advantage Plan that helped save Medicare because of all the fraud, waste, and abuse. And when I saw how, uh, you know, these seniors were getting taken advantage of Mm. and how they didn't realize that they were on the wrong plan, you know, just your heart just, you know, you just want to help them. Because I know when I get there, if I need help, I hope somebody's there to help me. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So yeah, absolutely. it's just trying to give back. Yeah. You know, my services, I don't charge anything. I get paid by the insurance company. So, you know, I, I like helping them, uh, like you said, the consultation, even with the kids that are helping their parents. They need to know some of this stuff. Absolutely. So. And wow. if we could, so what are, so let's, let's kind of look at this from both lenses. What are your top three pieces of advice for somebody in, like Sam shoes or somebody like you, you went through, you took care of your mm-hmm. parents, somebody that's coming into, um, to that environment. What are top, some like top three pieces of advice you could give somebody as far as it comes to Medicare, Medicaid, things to be looking for, et cetera. Um, I think, like I said, helping, um, just give them the, giving them the information, letting them know what their options are. Um, they don't have, there's not just one option for everybody. Mm. There's so many different options. So, Letting the children know of the elderly that there's options. Uh, you can always change. I mean, there's always things that uh, come up, like special enrollment periods, things like that. Um, and then, like I said, letting them know that if they uh, are going to go into a nursing home, how they can transition and help them get on, uh, if they're low income, help them spin down their, their assets so they, their nursing home uh, they don't have to pay, you know, so much if they, they can't afford it, you know, because some people can't take care of their parents. Right. They've got to work and there's nobody home during the day. So they have to go in a nursing home. Um, I just think those type things, just helping them with the options, uh, letting them know what all, all the, uh, that's available. Um, the resources, letting the, the kids know about resources for their parents, whether it be helping them get on Medicaid if they qualify food stamps, resources like, um, there's all kinds of resources, Emerald Agency on Aging that has things going on. If they're a veteran, just because you're a veteran doesn't mean you can't get on a plan. Uh, my uncle was a veteran, but he liked the VA, but he also liked going to a regular doctor. Absolutely. So, you know, they can get on just a regular plan also. Cool. So just different things like that. Role reversal. Cool. Now somebody right. that's getting ready to face that age and they're kind of coming into that position, what would three pieces of advice be for them? So they could be interchangeable. The main thing, talk to a local agent, I would say somebody that they trust uh, that's not just going to try to sell them something. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, somebody that maybe that they've been recommended, like if somebody's recommended me, that gives me more clout, more, um, you know, uh, so they trust me a little bit more. Um, but just don't don't give out your information over the phone. 
Right. Don't sign something and send it back in that you don't know what it is because they'll sign you up on something and you'll never know what you've signed up for. Gotcha. I've had clients that call me and say, Doug, I didn't do anything, but they took me off the plan you had me on. And, oh, uh, you man. know, so that's, that's a big deal. They, you know, they're always trying to switch plans. Um, you know, other agents are over the phone or whatever. So I would just say just be careful about phone calls, about stuff you get in the mail. I keep hearing just call Doug with questions. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Before any, hearing. any changes, you do anything, That's just right. call Doug call with me. questions. Uh, you know, it doesn't hurt to, to call and just Absolutely. visit with me. Yep. You know? Absolutely. Man, we really appreciate you being on the show, Doug. No, I, appreciate I appreciate you it. giving all the insights, um, Medicare, Medicaid, kids, also from the perspective of getting ready to – to be in that environment and what you're facing next. And just know that you have a great local resource that you can tap into. Um, we'll put his information below. Thank you for being on the show, Doug. You we guys are a lot of fun. It. I enjoyed being here. <laughs> Thank Thanks. Awesome.